Looking for clarity and confidence when it comes to decision-making for your business? You've come to the right place. You're now listening to the Atomic Business Coaching Podcast. Tommy, what's going on, Adam? Hey, man. Last week's episode was revolutionary, wasn't it? It was to- It was one of my favorite episodes. It was so revolutionary. It was so awesome. I, when I listened to it, I'm like, wow, we really, like, I think that was like the most authentic, honest versions of ourselves that we put out in a podcast since the day we started doing this. 40- yeah, very vulnerable. And yeah. It was a tough week and we got through it. And I've gotten a lot of good feedback. People were, they really liked the episode. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. It's all good things when you put it out there and you're, you're authentic because the truth follows and, and makes the success happen. And that's the thing. If you're not being truthful to what you're doing, success doesn't happen. It causes you to struggle and have conflict. So that's true. That's mm. where we're at. But it was awesome. Yeah. You know, I was just speaking with a, a former client. Maybe she'll be a new client again, but or a repeat client again. But I was speaking to a former client and she was actually struggling this holiday season. And one of the things I told her is just be genuine. Like literally go to your market and tell them that you're struggling and tell them why you're offering this reduced price. And not that I believe she should always offer reduced pricing, but she was about to go look for some additional work just to have some extra spending money for the holiday season. I'm like, but you own your own business. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and you can do this and you can go through and just be genuine about that and go ask people. And she would unfortunately have to do some work that she used to do and got away from, but it's the holiday season. She's a photographer and you know, people aren't really looking to shoot their company shots and their website shots and their headshots or during the holiday season. But guess what they are looking for? Holiday photos. Yeah. So, you know, she did that a long time ago. And I guess, you know, for lack of better words, her ego got in the way of I don't want to do those things. But that's right. what people pay for, you know, right. and that, that's this. And even Tom and I are considering using her now. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe she's really good at sales and she did that to get us to buy. Maybe it was a mm-hmm. reverse psychology on us, Adam. That's it. That was very, it was really smart. Really I will, good. I'd be proud like, of her. <laughs> yeah. How do you get these two guys to, to pay me money? They were like, Oh, let me see what I can do. No, she's awesome though. She, and she's such an honest person. Yeah. And she's very good at what she of, does. But she was genuine with me. And I'm like, just be genuine in, out there in the open. Yeah. And we were very genuine and open and honest last week on our podcast. It wasn't tactical. It wasn't like, Hey, we're going to talk, try to help people understand this thing. But what we talked about on that podcast was purple collar professionals. And although people really liked the episode, we got a lot of feedback saying, what the heck is a purple collar professional? So Tom and I have decided we're going to use this episode to really explain in greater detail what a purple collar professional is, um, why we almost exclusively work with these types of people who are purple collar professional and own their own business. And then what struggles they have and why they typically gravitate towards coaching. So, Tom, why don't you take it away? Yeah. So, you know, purple collar, we all know white collar and blue collar. And I think it's really important to stay away from the amount of money that people make in those traditional roles, right? We often think of the blue collar as the minimum wage and the white collar as the wealthy individual. But we're not talking about wealth here. We are talking about how they do their jobs, right? So, When you think about a blue collar worker, it's someone who is that laborer who's working hands on in some capacity with a client, a customer, a a piece of cement, whatever it may be, a wood, using your hands to, to help someone or to be involved in the every bit of what the interaction is with whatever it is that you do. So if it's you work with clients, you're talking to the clients and you're thinking and you're making decisions and 
You're doing all those things. And a white collar person is more of the, I like to think of it as back office operations, right? It's the back office stuff. It's the ordering of supplies. It's the managing of the contracts. It's the reviewing of the contracts. It's the negotiating the deals and all of that stuff. So, you know, I think it's really when we just differentiate first blue collar versus white collar, I hope people are clear on that. Anything you want to add to that, Adam, that I may have missed? Well, I don't know that you missed it. It's just really having an understanding of really what blue collar and white collar differences are, right? And and blue collar is more labor, right? right. Doesn't necessarily mean to be manual labor where, you know, I, I there was some guy, I don't know who said this quote, they're like, I have the kind of job where you take a shower after work, not before work. Oh, that's, that's how an he interesting way. Blue collar. Yeah, because, you know, you're sweating and getting dirty and you got to yeah. take a shower after or a white collar, you take a shower before. Put your suit on, tie on, and go to work. So it was, it was a good way to think that, of it. That's a great way to think. I never thought about it that way. Right? Very and, interesting. And that is a lot of the people who are purple collar, they do have to put labor out there. They're not necessarily always getting their hands dirty and, and, and doing that, but they have to put labor out. They have to mm-hmm. actually do things. They've spent time with clients or they have to spend time on job sites or they have to use tools or get their hands dirty or show yeah. up to places with physicality and there's a lot of physicality whether that means you're speaking to somebody or you're using your hands or doing labor okay white collar typically is more cognitive it's more using your business acumen using more of your mind and analytics using a computer right and making Mm -hmm. sure you're doing reports but most of the white collar work doesn't really involve doing any physical type thing or mm-hmm. laborious type stuff, correct? Yeah, I would agree with you. How many times a day does a purple collar take a shower? Is that a fair question? <laughs> twice, I guess, right? <laughs> I guess twice <laughs> when they go to work and when they come home before. <laughs> yeah, and that's how that purple collar is defined is your role is doing both. You have to do the analytics and use the computer and do all those right. things doing reporting, using your education, your experience, your license, your certifications to have that professionalism to do that white collar side. But then once that's done, it typically leads to you then having to go do the blue collar side Mm -hmm. and having to do the production and do the labor and do all of these things. So the purple collar is a blend of somebody that has to have both of those roles inside of their profession. And we specialize in people that are working in an industry that is purple collar and now they own a new they own a business. Right. Okay. So they're doing white collar, they're doing purple collar, and now they have to run a business. So why don't we talk about having all this work, Tom, all these different things? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think there's one of the things that's really hard about this is sometimes you don't know which direction you're headed. And I think that's one of the challenges that a lot of purple collar individuals experience is they're not sure, you know, that they've got to do the labor, they've got to do the white collar, but they've also got to run the business. And it becomes all convoluted. Like we were talking to a prospective client this morning. He's a he's in construction. He's got a project uh, foreman and a project manager and he's got laborers, but he struggles with the running of the business side because he was a blue collar worker to start when he started his business. Right. So it's a really hard, it's really hard for him to run the actual operations and do the analytics of the business and understand where everything is from a cash flow perspective and all of that, because that is not how he originally started to work. It was something that morphed into him running his business. And I, and I think a lot of purple collar individuals don't realize that they're purple collar. 
Correct. And, and that's a big thing. Like when you think about, all right, what's a purple collar? Well, let's see. Uh, as a coach, I would consider myself a purple collar individual. You know, as a physician assistant, when I was practicing medicine, yeah, I would say I was purple collar because there was the labor side, there was the thinking side, and then it was being involved in some of the business operations with some of my bosses. But yeah, I mean, there's all of that stuff. But where you sit sometimes, and this is why doctors are typically not good at running their practices because they're Mm -hmm. really good at the labor piece of taking care of people and the thinking piece and the cognitive function, but they're not great businessmen because they don't always know what to do. So are they purple collar? And I would say, yes, they are are. purple collar. Well, here's the idea behind this is the reason they gravitate so much towards coaching and working with people like Tom and I is because you can only really be proficient in two areas at one simultaneous time. And when you're purple collar, you're already inundated with those two areas. You're doing the white and the purple and the blue collar. Now, when you add in, I'm going to start my own business. Okay. You add this third layer of, I have to do business operations. I have to do management. I have to do inventory and payroll and cash flow and set up SOPs and all the things that come with running a business marketing, you know, everything that comes into it. Yeah. And if you're trying to run the business operation, manage the white collar side, manage the blue collar side, You get really overwhelmed really quickly. And where most of our people come to us is they have morphed, like Tom said. They typically started in one of those three areas, blue collar or white collar. Mm -hmm. Okay, They typically started in blue collar and then they got promoted. Maybe there's a guy who was a contractor and he was using hammer and nails and then he got promoted to being the foreman. And now he has to manage, do project management and do spreadsheets and look at designs and talk to the building department. And now he's doing white collar and blue collar. And then that person said, hey, you know what? I don't think uh, I need my boss. I could go out there and do it on my own. I'm a pretty good sales guy and I could do this too. And then they start their own business and they become successful because they have this natural market that they can go out and talk to. And they have this opportunity right in front of them. Well, that's why they started the business. And then what happens is they have success. Right. And this is the point where most people wait to reach out to someone like us or need to reach out to someone like us. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they have success and they keep doing what they know. They keep doing maybe the sales side and the white collar and the blue collar side. And now the business starts to struggle and -hmm. things get chaotic and they get out of hand. And you're now what happens is you're missing because you're trying to run the business too. You're missing some of the reports that you're supposed to do in the white collar side, or you're not hitting deadlines and going and doing the work that you need to do with the physical labor. Or you're so exhausted from doing the physical labor because you were so good on the business side. Right. And you just becomes this vicious cycle of I'm having success, but I feel miserable. Right, Tom? Right. It's, it's a having success, feeling miserable, but it's the, you're, you're on the edge of burnout. You know, remember burnout is physical and mental exhaustion. It's how you're functioning. And a lot of purple collar individuals, when they do approach us, they're on that brink of burnout. They sound tired. They look tired. And they're like at the point where I just need help, right? And I think that is like, if there's any key phrase for me that summarizes when a purple collar person needs a coach is when they recognize I need help. I can't do this by myself anymore. I can't do all of these different things anymore because first of all, I don't have all the time and I'm overwhelmed by it and I can't even think straight and I don't know know what I'm doing in some of these areas. And that is where... The, that's where I think when the purple collar person recognizes they start to reach out to other people for help with expertise, 
that really is when you recognize and wake up and go, oh yeah, I am a purple collar individual. This is what I'm doing. And this Mm -hmm. is what I need help with. And it spans across so many industries. Like I had a client of mine who worked for a corporation. He was their senior engineer and he would literally just sit at his computer and design things all day long. And then he would send it to the team and they would go do whatever they had to do with the client. And then they would build the things and then they would deliver them and all that. And the company ended up selling. His boss was a client of mine too. And we sold the company. And this guy, Jeremy, he ended up, he's like, I have this skill set and I think I could start my own business doing this. Well, when he started doing that, he had the white collar side and he needed to go do the blue collar because he needed to go to manufacturers Mm -hmm. and like start building stuff and doing that. And then he needed to go to actual locations and start installing what he designed. And while he was doing this, he was running a business. Well, they've come become very successful. But they reached out to me recently and he's like, hey, man, because they were clients of my other business for financial planning. And he reached out to me and he's like, hey, I think I need help. He's like, I got a partner, but we're both in the business. We don't really work on the business and we don't know all the details on the business and how to set up a real corporation. And they have, you know, the documents filed, but they don't have the systems and the processes in place. And that's just one, you know, one instance. I mean, we have two physical therapists that we work with and they really focus more on the blue collar side. They're really practicing medicine. They're helping people to recover from surgeries and accidents and things of this nature. And they have all the technical expertise from their medical degrees that they know what they're actually doing. They're not guessing. Right. But the problem is they don't really know how to run the business. They know how to treat patients. And they don't always want to run the business. That's the other thing, right? So that's another big piece of this is they want their own business because they don't want to work for somebody else because they know they can do it better and they, they, they like it better that way, but they don't want to run the operations and the day to day and understanding all the back end stuff of the business. They just want to see patients and they want to help the patients and do what they became physical therapists for the point of becoming a physical therapist. You know, when you go into a profession, you don't, you know, especially because if you follow this, you know, prescribed course that most of our society follows and then you wind up frustrated and then you wind up creating your own business. But you go into these prescribed roles and you don't always think about what the future is really going to hold for you in that role. You don't think about one day I might be running this business myself and what are the skills and the things that I need? Because everything that you learn you you learn on the job at times. And that's what a lot of purple color people are doing. They're learning yeah. the operations of the business on the job as they do it and make mistakes, right? Like the client earlier today was struggling to keep all his money in one place because was moving everywhere else because he wasn't managing it the way he wanted to. And then managing people. No one wants to manage people too. They want to just do the work and they, they just expect people to do their jobs. And that's one of the things that you and I work with a lot of our clients on is how to manage your people so that you can get the most productivity out of them. But if you don't have that skill set or you don't have that, that knowledge, it's really hard and creates more of a struggle and overwhelms right. you even more. And that's when you need the help in managing that part of the process. Yeah. And we had a, we have a, a client we work with and they own a restoration company, you know, and there's water, fire or mold damage in someone's house. They come and clean it up and. He was the blue collar guy. He was in the house mm-hmm. cleaning everything up. And as we built up this business, he realized he didn't, that was the one area he did not want to do anymore. He didn't right. want to get dirty. He, he wanted to take a shower before work, not after work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the thing is like, well, 
these are what these are the things that Tom and I focus on is we really identify with people. Okay, what do you want to do? And where are your talents and where are your skill sets? And this gentleman is actually a very good manager. He's a good human being. Mm-hmm. He talks to people normally, like like they're your brother or sister, and he's just a nice person. And he's actually very good at sales too. And he happens to be extremely good at running his business. Yes. But he had to do all the blue collar stuff to make all that work. If he wasn't going in and cleaning up water damage in someone's house, the rest of it was useless. Right. So we had to evolve him into, here's how you're going to bring people on to do that work. And here's how you're going to hire someone to actually manage them now. And he has his own project manager. Or what does he call him now? Not a project manager, something else. It's a foreman of some kind. Of some kind of a foreman. It's yeah. Like a crew yeah, crew chief, chief that, or whatever it is. Yeah. That runs these different crews. And he just manages the chiefs. And it's a beautiful thing, and they're super successful. I mean, they I don't want to say numbers, but they've done really right. well, far beyond what we thought they could do, because we worked with them, and we started to identify what are the areas you actually want to be in? Where are your talents? Why are you doing all of this stuff? What's the purpose of it? And that's really where our coaching, specifically our program called Find New Direction, that's really how we mm-hmm. help people out is we get down to the core of each one of these questions, the who, what, where, when, why, so we can tell you how. Right, Right. exactly. That's really what we're doing is figuring these things out. And I got to tell you, when you take a purple-collar person and you show them that they don't have to do it all on their own, the sense of relief, and we do most of our meetings on Zoom, some of them in person, when you see the burden literally lift off their shoulders, They're like, wait a minute, I can do this and this is acceptable because they feel like it's all on them. Right. But they forgot they're running a business. They're not just a purple collar professional anymore. Yeah, it it, it is a huge relief. And that's what we saw with this, especially with this couple that runs the restoration company. They were trying to do it all. And he recognized he was burnt out. Like he was so stressed out and trying to do it all. And he was like, there's so many things I got to do on the other side. and once he recognized and had, and, and this took a lot too, his ability to trust other people to do the work, right? Because he loves to be, and he's phenomenal at what he does. He loves mm-hmm. to be in front of the customer and really calm the customer down in the situation when their house has just been flooded or there's been a fire. Or he's really good at that people skill. But that's what he should be doing. He should be selling all the jobs. He should be the one that everybody trusts and goes to. But he was doing the, he was ripping up the carpets. You can't rip uh, rip up the carpets and be that guy and do it successfully. And that's what he recognized. And and I think, like you said, when somebody recognizes that they can hire somebody to run the business or they can hire someone to do that task that they don't want to do anymore, it is that relief and that sense of burden that's lifted from their shoulders because it no longer is just on them. And then it's a matter of, okay, the burden becomes, how do I hold that person accountable? And that's what we teach people to do is how you hold people accountable. But if you don't have the direction for where you're going, why you're doing what you're doing, it's hard to fill in all those pieces. And, right. and like you said, that's, that's one of the things we really help to clarify people with find new direction. Yeah, and it's not only that transition. It's not only a transition where I'm going to let go of the blue collar stuff because like we have another photographer that we work with and, um, she really, all she wants to do is take the photography. She loves being the practitioner. She doesn't want to run this big giant company. And she recognized that, Hey, I want someone else to run my business. And she's in the process of looking for a CEO and CFO style person to run it. 
But in the interim, as she grows, she started delegating a lot of that work to outside vendors or using certain technology and systems. And there are ways that you can really say, well, here's what I love doing. As a purple collar worker, you have to do both sides. Mm-hmm. As a purple collar color business owner, you have to do all three, the business, the white collar, and the blue collar. But when you start to have some understanding of what you want to do, you get the freedom where you can delegate these things. And any of those three, three mm-hmm. things, maybe all of those three things, maybe some of each one, maybe all of one. And that's what our coaching does is really identify like, hey, you've built something here that has value. It generates revenue. It makes you happy. You feel fulfilled and you're an expert. And that's mm-hmm. what the thing is with purple collar workers. They're experts. Correct. Right. They didn't just figure out last week and take a 40 hour course. And now they're doing some stuff. They are experts. And that's the thing is they have a tough time as a business owner allowing any non expert in or thinking because now they had the ability to create their own company that anybody is at their level. And when we slowly start to say, all right, here are the areas that we can offload and and we have some clients that still want to do all three just not all of it they have assistance in all three of those areas right so these are the struggles that typically these purple collar professionals go through the solutions that we provide is giving them their life back Mm -hmm. because that's what they typically have sacrificed they've sacrificed all of their free time because they, they were already spending 60 to 80 hours on the blue collar and white collar to make them purple now they're spending another 20, 30 actually operating the business. I mean, we have them come and they're working, you know, till midnight and getting up at 5 a.m. and all weekend long working. We give them their life back. We give them their happiness back. You know, they were in such a good place when they finally went out on their own. They're like, I'm doing this. And then they were even in an even better place when people actually started using them for their services. Mm-hmm. But then success was their enemy. Because the more success they had, the more they had to do. And right. and they just became this miserable, almost resentful of success. And that's not how it should feel. So we give them back their happiness and their freedom. We allow them to choose. Or we don't allow them. We allow them to understand they have the freedom to choose what they're going to do. And this is the struggle that we see with so many people in this purple collar professional world is they feel like they have no choice and we're giving them that choice back and showing them the way that they can make these choices. Yeah. It's really you, when you give somebody back their choices, it's freedom. I mean, when you have the freedom to make the choice, that is true freedom. Okay. And, you know, you, you said something before too about like, there's so many people in these types of roles. And what I don't think a lot of people really understand is that this is probably one of the most prevalent colors of workers and people that we have ever had in our time. Right. I mean, when we went in the fifties, it was the blue collar. It was the age of the blue collar and with the factory workers and all of that. And then the white collar classes got bigger as more automation came into the factories and things like that. But now if you're doing more of the technical stuff that we're talking about, if you have a license and most every single person that we work with has some kind of license in that technical area that they work in. And I think that's something really important to put out there is 
you're typically a licensed person in a technical skill or area. And that what that's what brings you into the purple collar world when you become that business owner and you're doing the white collar and the technical. But this is such a prevalent class of people, of professionals that, you know, and especially since COVID, the number of people running their own businesses who now, who have licenses and have those skills, that's on the rise. And more and more people are going to need this. And you're going to recognize more people out there after this conversation that Adam I, and I have just had is that, wow, there are so many purple collar workers out there. This is really such a prevalent topic and such a prevalent issue. Yeah. And, and you know, you know it's, it's not just that it's prevalent, it's a necessity. So as mm -hmm. Tom said, you know, automation kind of removed out a lot of the factory workers. And now what you see is a lot of AI is able to remove out a lot of the white collar workers. Yes. This job is future proof. Okay. This mm -hmm. work is future proof because you have to have the ability for the, for that technical expertise, but you have to still have the human touch and go do the work. And right. those are things that you can't outsource. Those are things that AI can't do. Those are things that can't be replaced by technology. And this is why I see this is probably the future of what most people will have to move into. And we are seeing more people start their own businesses in the last three years than we have in the last 30 almost. Mm -hmm. Don't quote me on that stat. But no. a lot more in the last three years than we have typically on an average three-year window over the last 30 years. And the thing is that if you can say, wow, I'm future proofing my business, you know, they used to always say the only two yep. things are death and taxes, right? That you have mm -hmm. to do. So get into accounting or buy a funeral home. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you're on a roll today, the showers and the, now the funeral homes and the taxes. <laughs> See that? But what I'm saying is this, these purple collar professions, they require you to have smarts or yes. knowledge or expertise, but they also require that human touch, whether mm -hmm. it's coaching someone, or as an architect going out and building the thing that you created on paper or these restoration people that we're talking, whatever they may be, you still need the human touch, which you are irreplaceable. And you can't hire a lower wage worker to do that because you need the expertise. You need the certification or the license or the degree to do these things. Mm -hmm. So I truly believe this is the future of our workforce. This is going to be the future of our small business owners. And our small business owners in the United States of America employ more people than all the corporations. So this is where I think it's going to go. Yep. And we are dedicating our lives to serve these people and help them because we truly understand what they're going through. And they don't need to go through that anymore. So with that in mind, Tom, let everybody know that I'm Adam and I work on the business. I'm Tom. I work on the owner. Together, we are Atomic Business Coaching. And we're in the business of helping owners. <laughs>